Hello everyone, welcome back to the self-care season podcast. I am your host, Caitlin DiChiara. I just realized that May is Mental Health Awareness Month. I like knew this in the back of my head, but I get so caught up in life that I just forget what day it is, what month it is, and I can't believe that it's May. We're in the middle of May, like I just can't believe it. Summer's almost here, so I figured we could do a mental health-related podcast episode. For the longest time, I feel like mental health was something that was super taboo to talk about and people would kind of like tiptoe around it, but it's honestly amazing that, you know, there's like this whole community around mental health and more people are open to talk about it and express themselves and express their feelings. I mean, it's something that we all have to take care of and deal with. So it's honestly really amazing that there's so many like mental health organizations and just people feel more comfortable talking about it and it doesn't feel as like awkward or you don't feel like there's something wrong with you like expressing your feelings and things that you're going through because the more and more that you talk about it you realize like wow more people are going through the same thing that I'm going through and it makes you feel less alone. So I'm very excited about today's episode. I'm very passionate about it and mental health is something that I have struggled with for quite a few years. I feel like once I got into my 20s, my mental health took a huge toll on me. It's so weird because when I was younger, I always wanted to be in my 20s and being in your 20s looked so fun, but I'm here to tell you that being in your 20s is like such a weird era in your life and I kind of talked about this in an episode before, but I would love to do like a whole episode just dedicated about being in your 20s and just the things that you go through and how weird life gets. But before we get into it, let's light our candle for this episode. I'm using my replica candle. This one is called On a Date. I've showed it in my vlogs before on my YouTube channel. I also have the perfume and actually I mentioned the perfume in my, I forget what episode it was. It was like my spring self-care must-haves or something like that, but this smells so good. I wish you could smell it through the microphone, but I'm gonna light it and I'm literally looking in the candle and there's like a dead fly in it, so we love that. Anyways, (laughs) I'm always afraid I'm gonna like burn down my apartment when I light these candles because I've been recording in my room and I have, I'm sitting on the floor and I have carpet in my room And I'm just like always afraid I'm going to knock the candle over and like my room is going to burn down. But let's get into self-care highlights for this week. But let's get into self-care highlights for the week. My self-care highlight was going for runs. I went for a run like three times this past week and usually I don't like running. It's just something I'm not that good at. Running is just super hard for me and it's weird because I'm very good at cycling like the Peloton and like spin class and stuff like that. So I don't understand why I have such a hard time running. Looking at it from a cardio perspective, I feel like I should be better at it than I am because I'm good at cycling and spin and stuff, but I don't know what it is. I just, I'm not good at running, but I've been in this mindset to like push myself in my workouts and just kind of like change my mindset and not look at things like, wow, this is so hard, I can't do it. I just like really want to be outside and go for walks and be in the sun and I recently found this little path by my apartment and so that is like the little trail I've been running on. It's like 
a little less than a mile, but I don't know. I've just been in this weird mood to push myself, like I said, and just kind of challenge myself because it's such a confidence builder. Once I'm finished with my run, I just feel so good about my day. I feel so refreshed. And even though I don't feel the greatest while I'm running, afterwards is like always the best part because I just feel like I accomplished so much. So that was my self-care highlight. And now let's get to yours. I'm going to go on Instagram, go through the podcast DMs. If you're not following the podcast Instagram, make sure you do that. It's just at self-care season podcast. And there is where I take your guys' self-care highlights. You can DM me on there and send me yours. So this DM is from Yaz. I'm pretty sure that's how it's pronounced. It's Y-A-S. And she says, hi, Caitlin. I hope you're doing well. My self-care highlight of the week was making and trying a green smoothie for the first time. Oh my goodness, that sounds so good. Green smoothies are so good and I feel like you have to make them correctly in order to like them because I remember when I first tried to make a green smoothie, it just was awful. I did like spinach, mango, banana, but it was super watery and I just remember thinking to myself like, what is this? Like, why do green smoothies look so good on Pinterest and online and on Instagram? And I just made the grossest green smoothie of my life. I used to be obsessed with this green smoothie recipe. I used to make it like literally every single day. It was my favorite green smoothie recipe ever. I used to do frozen banana, frozen mango, almond butter, coconut water, spinach, and vanilla protein, and some ice. I'm pretty sure I got everything in there. And I feel like having frozen fruit is like the key to a perfect smoothie. Because I don't know about you, but I like my smoothies very thick and like ice cream consistency. And so I usually do frozen fruit and I will also add in some extra ice in there as well to make it super thick. It seriously changes the smoothie game. I don't like fresh fruit in my smoothies because it's just not as thick. It's like watery and that just kind of like grosses me out. But if you need like a good green smoothie recipe, try that out and let me know how you like it because I swear it's so, so good and make sure you use the frozen fruit because it just changes everything. So thank you for sending that in. I'm like on a smoothie kick right now too, and it's been so hot here in Boston, so I might make a smoothie after this. So for this week, I kind of just wanted to make a short little list of steps to help improve your mental health, and I feel like we can get so caught up in our jobs and just life in general, like life gets in the way so, so much that we just forget to take care of ourselves. It just makes me so sad because I feel like life is not supposed to be that way. Like the whole nine to five work until you're like 60 years old and then you just pass away after that. Like you get to enjoy life, do nothing for like a few years and then you're just gone. Like that sort of lifestyle to me just does not sit right with me. And I feel like it doesn't sit right with most people. It's just so sad how much people's work life can affect them and how much it can affect their mental health. And we just totally forget to take care of ourselves and realize that we're worthy of taking care of ourselves. Like we're not made to push ourselves until the point where waking up in the morning feels like such a chore. I feel like we just kind of forget that we are meant to live a happy and fulfilled life. So here are five little steps to improve your mental health, not even for this month, just because it's Mental Health Awareness Month. I want you to take these steps into your everyday life. Number one, take social media breaks. And I've said this so many times before, but 
social media is probably my number one source of why I feel down most of the times and it's so bittersweet because it's like social media can be a great space or it can be super negative and you take things the wrong way and you start comparing yourself and I feel like you just get in this rabbit hole and it's very hard to come out of it once you're so deep down. I get in these moods where I compare my own content to other people's and I feel like I'm not doing enough or my content isn't good enough, it's not as engaging, it's not as inspirational. Even with my podcast, I get in these moods where I'm like, why do I even have a podcast? Or I feel like I don't speak as eloquently as other people and I can't get my thoughts out and it just makes me feel so shitty about myself. And if I didn't have those things in front of me 24-7, there's no reason for me to feel that way because I have nothing to compare myself to. So I feel like you just need to remember to take everything in moderation when it comes to social media. I feel like I've been on my phone way too much these past few months. Usually the first thing when I do when I wake up in the morning, I used to never do this, but I've recently been going on my phone just because I am like already on my phone, like shutting off my hatch alarm clock on my phone. I know that I can do it on the hatch alarm clock, but I just like open my phone and shut it off on the app without even thinking about it. I will just like click on Instagram. Something that I used to do and I really want to start doing it again is just having one day out of my week where I don't go on social media at all. And it's crazy what one day of like a social media cleanse can do. I swear I feel so much better and just so much more refreshed. And there's nothing to compare myself to, like when I'm not on my phone, on Instagram, on TikTok. I don't have anything to compare my life to, the way that I look, where I am in my life. Like there's just no comparison at all. And when you don't have that comparison, you feel so much better about yourself. I feel like it just gets so tough with social media because it's helped me in so many ways. Like there's so many creators that I look up to and that inspire me to do better. But it's just one of those things where you need to practice balance with it. I would usually do this on the weekends just because throughout the week, it's kind of hard for me to take a social media break because I kind of have to be on it. Like it's what I do for my job and I have to post campaigns and I'm on YouTube uploading videos, all that stuff. So I would usually do it on like a Saturday or a Sunday which is honestly really nice because I like to just relax and enjoy my weekends and not think about work and not think about literally anything or anyone else. I just like to focus on myself and just really appreciate my time alone and just being very present in the moment and not worrying about my phone. But just always remember to keep that balance with it, keep it in moderation. Next is get outside and ground yourself. This is something that I feel like is super cliche, like get outside, get in the sun, but it's honestly one of those things that you don't really think that's going to help you. And I feel like the little things are always the things that most affect your mental health and improve them in a better way. So like I was saying at the beginning of this episode, I've recently been going outside, going for walks, just any time that I can be in the sun, I take advantage of it. I always say that the sun is medicine and I truly feel so much better like once I go outside, I'm in the sun, I'm going for a walk, whatever it is, and then I come back and I just feel so much better and I feel refreshed and I feel just ready to take on my day. I don't know about you, but I feel like I get very moody and just not motivated to do anything when I'm inside like all day 
and I think to myself, I'm like, have I gone outside today? And then if I haven't, I'm like, I immediately get my shoes on, go outside, go for a walk, even if I'm like driving to Starbucks or the store, whatever, just getting that little bit of sunlight improves my mood so much. Also, like playing music in the car with the windows down, like I just feel like a new woman when I come back from being outside and just appreciating like nature and the beauty of the world and I feel like that sounds so cringy but I know for me I'm always thinking about like new clothes that I want or like new shoes just like a bunch of materialistic things but I feel like we just take for granted the beauty of just being outside and like how that makes us feel that feeling is like priceless and no amount of clothes or shoes or whatever it is can make me feel that way. This morning when I woke up, I immediately shut all of my shades in my apartment just because it's been so hot and it gets so hot in my apartment because I'm higher up and so the heat rises, whatever. And so I shut all of my shades just so it stays a bit cooler in here. And I was like, I feel so like trapped. Like I feel like I'm in a dungeon with all the shades down. And so I immediately put my sneakers on and I was like, I need to get outside and like go for a little walk. I went to Starbucks, got myself a little chai. And when I came back in, I just felt so refreshed. And it was very early in the morning too, which just feels even better because you just feel so productive and all you did was go for a little walk outside. It's just nice to slow down and really take in nature and how much we take it for granted is really sad. Even if it's just for like 15 minutes, I swear it changes my mood. I know for me, I just feel so much better once I get out. Number three is to do some self-reflection and some journaling. I always talk about journaling on my podcast or even in my vlogs, I'm always talking about doing like my five-minute journal and my planner and all that stuff. It's always just nice to write down how you're feeling and your thoughts and just how your mental state is. I'm someone who can be very private and I don't like to share a lot of my personal life and my personal problem with others. It's just how I am. I'm very reserved when it comes to stuff like that, but it's funny because I will listen to you all day long and I will give you so much advice and I will help you whatever it is that you need, but when it comes to me and like someone asks me how I'm doing, I'm very held back and I don't like to overshare really because I feel like I'm someone who used to overshare a lot and so I kind of stopped doing that and I feel like now I can be a little bit too reserved. So for me at least, I feel like it's very important to write how I'm feeling and write my thoughts down on paper. I also like to look back on like previous journal prompts that I did and like years in the past. It's always nice to look back on them and see like, wow, how much my life has changed and how I'm feeling now since then. It's just way too much to just keep all your feelings inside and not let them out in some sort of way, whether it's talking to a therapist or talking to your friends. Just getting everything out physically in some way is like a huge weight off your shoulders. I need to get better about doing it though. I used to do a little journal entry like every single night along with my five minute journal. And if you don't know what the five minute journal is, I've talked about it so many times. And if you're tired of hearing it, I'm sorry, but it's basically just this prompted journal where you write down what you're grateful for, daily affirmations, what would make today great and all that stuff. It's not like a free handwritten journal, which you write whatever you want in. So I like to do that journal along with writing like my own journal prompt of how I'm feeling and I used to do this every single night and then just kind of stopped. Sometimes I forget to do it 
and I really need to get back into it. I just feel like I'm on top of my shit when I journal more. If that makes sense, I just feel like my life is more put together, my thoughts are more put together, and I don't have all of this like extra shit in my mind that is just circling and circling and circling. I think one of the main reasons I love journaling is, like I said, just looking back on past journal entries that I've done and past journal, literally journals that I've had. I feel like I've gone through so many journals in my life, but it's just such a rewarding feeling to look back on how I did felt to how I feel now and like how much improvement was in between and I'm like wow I did that like it's just such a confidence booster and it's such a huge motivator to keep going and knowing that like if I'm going through something hard in my life just remembering that I was going through shit before in my life and something super hard but I made it through and it's just a great reminder that you can literally get through anything in your life. You just need to have the correct mindset in order to do so. So I challenge you to grab a journal after you listen to this, write down how you're feeling. Literally can be anything. It doesn't have to be like super formal. I'm also gonna do the same as well because I haven't been good about my journal. So I will be doing it with you. (laughs) Number four is connect with like-minded people. And this is something that I've learned is super hard When I got to my 20s, you don't have the same friendships that you did in high school and in college, and it just becomes this weird time. And I know for me, I became sort of like isolated when I, you know, like got into my 20s and I didn't have the same friendships. It just kind of took a toll on me. And I'm not the type of person to go out and make friends. Like I'm very introverted. I'm not the type to start a conversation with someone unless they start talking to me first, which that's something that I really want to work on because I feel like I would connect with so many more people if I was a little bit more extroverted and I felt a little bit more comfortable starting a conversation with some random person because it's like crazy how, if you think about it, how many people you like walk by every single day that share the same interest as you, but you will never know because you're not talking to them. I kind of talked about this in a podcast episode before, but it's very hard to find friends like you at this day and age when I feel like you're introverted, like I was saying, and you don't do a lot of the things that people do in your 20s. Like, I don't like to go to bars. I barely drink alcohol, and so I'm not that social when it comes to those types of settings. And so it is kind of hard for me to connect with people who like to do the same things as me. I'm such a homebody. I love to do self-care and just like be in my home. Like my home is my safe space. And so when I'm not in my home, I kind of feel like I'm out of place. And I feel like that's why I gravitated towards social media as my job and like why I love it so much because I connect with so many people on here that tell me that they love to do the same things as me and they like to stay at home on Friday nights and do skincare and self-care and it just is so rewarding to know that so many people are like me. It almost makes you think like, is there something wrong with me? But there's literally nothing wrong with you. You just have to find the right people to connect with over the same things. And since I'm super introverted and a homebody, I don't like to socialize a lot, but I have to force myself, which kind of sounds kind of bad, but I don't mean it that way. Like when I'm with my friends, I don't think in my head, like I don't want to be here right now, 
but just getting myself up and out of the apartment and like going is always the hardest part but like once I'm with my friends and like socializing and catching up with someone who I haven't seen in a while I feel super lighthearted and good and happy but I feel like getting myself up to do those things is always the hardest and I feel like that's the case for a lot of things like going to a workout class or going to the gym like getting up and going there is always the hardest part but this is why social media can be such a great thing in our lives because you meet so many people and you can network with people and I'm someone who struggles with social anxiety at times so if you're the same way I feel like social media can be such a good thing for you in order to meet people like you and connect with others and just having that social aspect in your life is going to improve your mental health so much because when I'm isolated and I don't see anybody for like a week I just start to feel lonely but like it doesn't really bother me but I know that I would feel 10 times better if I just like hung out with a friend got dinner with a friend whatever it is and it's also nice to connect with people and even talk about mental health and your struggles and what you're going through. It's just like a reminder that there's nothing wrong with you and so many other people in this world feel the exact same way as you and it validates those feelings. Number five and the last thing on my list is make time for rest and in parentheses I wrote down do nothing days because I don't know about you but I like to take one day out of my month and just have a day where I literally do nothing, like I don't have any laundry to do, I don't have any work to do, I just have a lazy day, I don't have any obligations, I don't have to see anyone, I don't have to do anything. Ever since I started kind of like working for myself, I became someone who's like obsessed with work and it's like hard for me to stop working and I'm always thinking about work and I'm always thinking about like what content I can create. I kind of became accustomed to that because it's like, I'm my own boss and I have to force myself to work. It's very tricky because I feel like there is so much freedom with my job but it's like I have to hold myself accountable and I don't have anyone else telling me that I need to get something done which can be a good thing but it's also kind of a negative because I don't know when to stop myself and my work-life balance is literally trash. Like I try so hard to take work breaks and just not think about work for like a whole day straight but it's just so difficult for me so it's something that I'm still struggling with I still need to work on but it is getting a little bit better but I can always feel like a mental breakdown coming where I just feel so overwhelmed and I just feel like I want to burst into tears and whenever I feel like that I'm like okay I need to take a step back take a breath and just realize that life is not that serious and I'm like, okay, I need to take a day to myself to just do nothing. Sometimes I just forget to make it a priority to allow myself rest, which I feel like when I say that out loud and then I think of the content that I post, it can kind of seem like I have a self-care day like every single day. But it's honestly, ugh, I don't even know how to describe it because even though I do like a face mask here and there, even though that shows through my content I feel like you don't see behind the scenes like I have to think about filming it and like I have to set up my tripod not like not I'm not saying that this is like extremely hard work I'm just kind of saying like I look like I'm always doing self-care but it's kind of hard to be in the moment because I'm thinking about filming it if you know what I mean like I don't know if this is making sense but like I feel like it sort of takes away from the fact 
that I'm even doing self-care because I'm recording it and I'm like doing it for work purposes. So for me, having a day where I'm like not recording anything, not filming anything, not even thinking about recording anything and just truly having a day to myself where I can relax, be away from my phone and just truly have myself a little mental health day, self-care day is truly needed. I feel like we all need to take like one day out of the month where we just do nothing. I feel like the best way to incorporate all of these steps into your life is just to make them a habit, continuously do them and do them often and frequently and it'll just become second nature to your life and you won't have to think about it but I know at times life can get in the way, things come up and we just kind of forget to take care of ourselves. So I hope you can take some inspiration from this episode and this little list that I made. I know that I will be doing all of these things and just really focusing on myself. So thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. Don't forget to give this podcast a rating. It would make me so, so happy. I will talk to you next week.